Welcome to the Boom Tequila Podcast with your hosts. I'm Erin. And I'm Jody. So uh, what's what's new this week, Erin? What have you been doing? <sighs> what have I not been doing? No, I'm just kidding. Um, I'm always so busy. Uh, this week, I think what stands out is, so I told you guys last week that I am single again, back on the prowl. I'm um, sorry. No, that's so creepy. <laughs> That's like a song that's really old. Anyways, um, I'm single again. And so I've like re-downloaded some of the dating apps or whatever. And I have changed a few things as far as just how I am interacting with men. Um, the first one being that I've kind of like repositioned. So I used to always say like, oh, I have such a problem with ghosting. But I have recently repositioned how I continue conversations based on, and it's really simple, but like, I saw something that was like, if they're not asking you questions back, like stop asking them questions, like stop asking them a question and then answering it. If they don't even tell you like, how about you? And I'm like, wait a minute, I probably do that. And so I'm like, I mean, I'm still being friendly or whatever, but for instance, there was this guy that I was talking to and his bio said that he was like a fish dad. So, which probably was red flag, honestly, right there. <laughs> but I was like, um, fish dad. So like, can you break that down for me on a scale of like beta to high maintenance aquarium? And he answered it, which honestly was a weird answer because his answer was like, not a beta, but not a shark tank, LOL. And I was uh, like, he literally just like repeated my question as uh, an answer. What? So like, that was kind of annoying. But then he didn't ask me back. So like old me would have been like, oh, that's really cool. I have cats. Uh, and then asked another question. You know what I mean? But this me was just like, okay. And I liked it. Like I did the little heart thing. And then later he came back like the next day and like liked the question I had above, like clearly trying to do like a weird, like, oh, I want to get your attention again. Maybe she didn't see that I responded. I was like, no, I saw that you responded. Like, I liked it. But like, if you're not going to engage in the conversation, you're not going to ask me anything back. And I eventually just unmatched him because I felt like I don't need to put a lot of effort or like overanalyze this fucking fish dad anyways. <laughs> it's fish dad. <laughs> so you didn't want to be a fish mom. No, I don't want to be a fish mom. Ew. <laughs> That's so weird, right? Like, Yeah. I feel like if he would have just been like, oh, like I have like a salt. I mean, like, I feel like a normal answer too would have been like, oh, I've got like a freshwater aquarium. Like, I don't know. Not just like, he didn't even answer. I was Weird. just like, no, I'm already annoyed here. with you. Yeah. And so that is one thing that I'm doing. And what I'm finding is that most men don't like, they don't even so much as like, what about you back? Um, Which is interesting, but also a huge time saver because I'm like, good like I don't feel guilty about like ghosting or feeling like I need to close it out I can just like wait a few days and like unmatch with them or like whatever like nice. and oh then this other guy this was really weird sent me something and he seemed cool honestly but he was like oh you're kind of far away would that bother you and I was like mm, you know honestly like if we were actually trying to hang out it probably would um and he's like well it's not a problem for me and I was like okay <laughs> that's kind of weird yeah okay like that was already kind of weird like you don't even but know each then, other and he's like yeah, yeah I'm going to drive really far he said something else and he's like so it would bother you I was like yeah honestly like it probably like I don't know like I don't I wouldn't want to like put too much effort into it if you're like two hours away and I don't know just yeah. like, whatever um but anyway so then we kind of like quit talking but then he like sent me a bunch more messages and I didn't respond and he sent me like more and I didn't respond and he said like so that always is weird to me like don't send someone like a ton of messages if they're not responding that's super like it comes off desperate but then on top of that the next day I get on Instagram and I have a friend request from him on Instagram and I didn't accept it but and I he didn't even know your last name, did he? No, he didn't even know my last name. And I have like my job even, I have it worded differently so that you can't look me up based on my job because that's the first thing I do for everybody. I search their job title and their first name and their city. And guess what comes up? Their LinkedIn profile. And then you got their last name. And then you can see if they're on the sex offender registry. <laughs> some of them are. <laughs> yeah. Some of them are. Oh, um, shit. Or like, whatever. Like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a creep in this <laughs> I do. But like, um, so I was like, I don't even have my, I don't have my Instagram connected to my Tinder account, which you can do or to like my match account or like any of those, like I don't have my socials connected. So I don't think it would have been something through remarketing or anything like that. 
And then the next day, after I did not add him on Instagram, he sent me a friend request on Snapchat. I feel like and it's it even harder like, to find someone on Snapchat. Honestly, right. And mine's private. And my Instagram is private too. Like the only public social that I have is my TikTok. And I mean, the podcast, if that is a social. Oh, I'm YouTube. But like, you know, and then I've had other guys that like have sent me messages specifically referencing videos I've posted on like TikTok or something. And that or like something that was like in a podcast and that I don't know why but that kind of weirds me out that's really so creepy to me I just feel like um no yeah <laughs> like I don't know and on I mean, Snapchat it's like it's your bit moji like it's not even a real picture of you how right. does he know that it's you that's so well he would weird. know because I'm a dumbass and I made my Snapchat handle my like full name why does he know no. that he shouldn't like, um, how does he know that's so creepy. I don't know I don't know it's oh weird. Gosh. It's weird. That's scary. So you like unmatched and blocked, right? I unmatched him up. and I blocked him on Instagram and uh, Snapchat. Yeah, because yeah. I just, I got like a really bad vibe. Oh, and he asked for my phone number too. And I didn't give it to him. And then he sent me his and told me to text him. And I was like, I don't know. And right. And this was like before he started following me everywhere and sending me all these messages. So like, I thought that was like the first kind of red flag was that immediately after matching, he's like, well, are you at least emotionally available? I was kind of like... Okay, like whatever. I don't mind somebody that's like, you know, I just want to get, I just want to know if you're open to a relationship or something. Like, I was like, whatever. Like, I don't mind like direct questions. But then the phone number thing, I was just like, this is kind of weird. You just got out of a relationship. Could this be the person that you dated recently catfishing? I don't think so. Is that possible? Because, well, I guess I don't know because his Instagram was private, but he had like, 700 like 800 something followers on Instagram okay. like that makes so it, him, yeah it was not it was more established like he would have had to put in a lot of work and I don't know that the last person I dated even uses Instagram enough to know how to do all that like yeah so no I don't I don't think so so it's just a creep I think it's just a creep yeah yeah nice yeah my guess is he probably like I don't know if like maybe he had like I don't know. This is so weird because it's not like when I talk about like, oh, like my TikTok or something, it's not like I'm not a huge TikTok creator. I'm not like TikTok famous or anything like that. Right. Like, so it's not like, oh, it's expected that people would know who I am. You know what I mean? Like, it would be different if I had like a million followers or something. And I was like, oh, I get that all the time. So like, but it's not. So when I do, I feel like it's a little weird. Like, no. yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Don't do that. <laughs> mm very exciting. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, very exciting. <laughs> raising, I mean, I'm raising my standards though, and that part is very exciting. That's good. Stick so. to stick to your standards. For yeah, sure. and the reality is, you know, because I feel like I was thinking about it at one point, and I was like, honestly, with all of these new like rules that I'm making or whatever, somebody's gonna be like, well, gosh, with all those rules, you're never gonna find a man, and it's like maybe not, maybe not. But like honestly, that. That's a risk I'm willing to take because if you can't even like just be the bare minimum of a human, yeah, like I feel like you like, don't. Okay. You're not asking really for genuinely a lot. I'm okay. Like I'm not lonely, and I think people yeah. don't get that. Like how you can be single and like truly be okay and not just be saying that. Like would I like a relationship if it if it makes my life better? Absolutely, I like the idea of a relationship, but I'm exactly good, like you're you know? already good so you want someone that adds to that happiness not someone that you have to work on at all like because yeah. why would you when exactly. everything is already good the way it is right or someone that's going to add stress and just like yeah. make yeah oh I could go on I'll stop yeah. what about you <laughs> Jeez, like taking up the whole episode just ranting oh about gosh. all my um, I have, I have a few trips in the works, so I'm kind of excited for that. Um, I've been doing more hair, lots of fall hair. I know I talk about that every week, but that's my whole life is hair. So I've been doing that other like fall stuff. We just did fall pictures with my son. Um, I don't know. That's it. Yeah. No, that's good. Yeah. Fall pictures are so cute. I never oh, do them, but I love it when other people do. Yeah. So, all right. So I will be the first to admit that I am super gullible. I think a lot of that is because it's just more fun to believe like the unusual and kind of crazy possibilities for things. 
So I thought we could talk in today's episode about all the pop culture hoaxes and some celebrity mysteries. And I know there are a lot like this episode could go on for hours, but instead, let's just touch on a few different ones from the past. Okay, let's kick off our first hoax with some UFOs and exploiting children. That's a great kickoff. In October of 2009, around 11 a.m., Richard Heen, okay, a self, I don't know why, but I immediately thought, like, every time it's been named Richard, I think, like, okay, Dick, and then, like, you're like, Dick You can call him Dick. Dick Dick Heen. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, um, a self-proclaimed UFO enthusiast launched a transportation device prototype. Oh, my gosh. That's so many big words. I'm sorry. (laughs) from his backyard without realizing that his six-year-old son had climbed into it people watched live from all over the country on national television outlets as the device eventually made its way near the denver airport at 4 p.m as larimer county sheriff jim alderden announced to news media that a recovery effort was underway. One of his deputies informed him that the boy had been found. Falcon, the son, yes, that was his name. And he got to fly like a falcon. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Sorry, that was not appropriate. Claimed he had been playing with the families in the family's garage. During a live interview on CNN that evening, Wolf Blitzer asked Fallon why he hadn't left the garage as people called his name. When he didn't immediately reply, his father stepped in, repeating the question, to which a confused-looking Falcon responded, looking at Heel. Who's Heel? Dick. Dick. His dad. Oh, okay. <laughs> um. Falcon responded, looking at Dick. <laughs> um, you guys said that we did it for a show. Another 24 hours of nonstop media interviews and continuous denials, scrutiny over the veracity of the family's story grew. Days later, Sheriff Alderdan confirmed the hoax theory, and Dick and his wife later confessed to orchestrating the entire story. Do you remember hearing about yes. this on the news? I remember that. Yes. Great. Like the kids said, well, you told me, you because told me to say that. kids will. That's one yeah. thing about kids. They gonna tell on you. It's like kids, little kids and elderly are always way too honest. Way too honest. For sure. <laughs> For sure. So, but like how, at that point then, like this is like a safety issue. Like you put your child in some device with no supervision just hoping it landed what where you wanted it to land like and he didn't die like (laughs) what I know it's so stupid the whole thing's really stupid well I mean what did he say he's like a UFO enthusiast yeah that's like like, is that his job what are you how much money do you make being a UFO enthusiast (laughs) (laughs) probably enough to be on one of those shows where they're buying like a six million dollar home (laughs) <laughs> oh my gosh oh poor falcon <laughs> all right back in the early 90s mtv would move its entire headquarters from new york to literally anywhere nice with a beach for a week and call it mtv's spring break the good old days mm-hmm. then they would basically just broadcast live from there all day with a bunch of drunken horny college kids dancing and partying they had musical performances, fashion shows, and other random things, including MTV's version of the Jerry Springer show, Springer Break. During one segment of the show called Roommate Confessions, two roommates named Matt and Dave got into a huge fist fight when Matt confessed that he had been sleeping with Dave's girlfriend, Caitlin. The fight was so bad and intense that producers actually made the two guys leave separately. Yet just as quickly as it began... It ended when they confessed that it was all an act to get on TV. Things like this are more typical today, which people doing almost anything to get on TV or trend on social media. But back then it was a huge deal. And I feel like even doing things like this kind of molded the way for like other shows like Catfish. Like it kind of it would because it was such a big deal. They're like, well, when people do things like this, it draws attention. We want shows that draw attention. So, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Scandalous. So. 
Yes. I wonder how many of those Jerry Springer things were faked. I know we were talking about that at one point and you were like, that's so embarrassing. Like I would never want to fake. And I remember thinking like, no, when I was 18, I would have thought it was hilarious. I would have been like, let's like, it's so funny because everyone thinks it's serious and like. My parents didn't see it filmed once. And I don't remember if they said that it was fake or not, but they said the show was, it started out where like they brought out this girl who was naked on a cart and they had, she had food all over her or something. And like her boyfriend or husband likes to eat, like he would only eat if it was on her or so. (laughs) It was very Jerry Springer. I love that. Yeah. So did they go to like McDonald's and like, he'd have to like put the chicken nuggets on her shoulder or something? Yeah. She'd have to like get naked and like. Cause I feel like back then people still ate inside McDonald's. Like people don't do that anymore. Right. Yeah. I think they do. No, I don't know anybody that like, I don't, but like, I think they do. I don't know. I like to go through drive-thrus and just leave. Yeah. I I don't like, if you're going to go to, if you're going to sit in the restaurant, I don't know. The idea of just like sitting down in a McDonald's to eat (laughs) seems, it seems really gross to me for some reason. I don't know. (laughs) Well, okay. Anyway, I feel like on most things, like most nights, I would rather just get food and go home. Even if it's a nice restaurant, I would rather be in my pajamas with like no makeup on and comfortable and then eat Mm -hmm. my like huge meal in front of the TV. Because I want to like be comfortable and like. Exactly. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm with you a hundred percent. Nice. Um, okay. Let's talk about what has been called the biggest hoax in music history. Millie Vanilli. Their debut album. I mean, sorry, their debut hit. Girl, you know, it's true. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I love you. Is that it? like, I want you or anyways, whatever. I don't know, but it's I think called. you should keep doing it. I should be a singer. Yeah. Um, never. Uh, anyway, so that was on the Billboard Hot 100 for 26 weeks, peaking at number two. It all started when a music producer, Frank Farian, learned of the duo and invited them to a studio to listen to a demo. At the time, they were actually living in a house in Munich and stealing food to survive. Frank offered them each $4,000 to become the faces of Millie Vanilli. Apparently, the real singers were always kept at a distance, and they all rarely saw each other. On July 21st, 1989, during a Club MTV stop in Bristol, Connecticut, and in front of a crowd of 80,000 people, they started to show... Uh, They started the show with their trademark energy and dance moves and the chorus came on and the lyrics just kept repeating, girl, you know, it's girl, you know, it's girl, you know, it's and the word true never came. That night was the beginning of the end for Millie Vanilli. Even after the scandal, the group actually went on to win a few awards and they got away with it for much longer than they would have today with social media. Though, have you seen the like meme? going around where it's like man like millie vanilli when they like find out people are going famous on tiktok for lip syncing <laughs> oh my gosh no i oh haven't but gosh. that's funny <laughs> we gotta okay. post that when we release this episode we should i think see i i personally think that the reason that they got away with it for a lot longer is it because i feel like they could say oh well so-and-so whatever their name was wasn't this dude wasn't feeling good that night and wasn't like lost his voice or something I feel like they could say things like that and, and say well that's why do that anyways like I mean Britney Spears has done that like yeah I feel like everyone has audio like, but you know, I think that it had happened several times before in like smaller and in, like incidents but people knew and I think this was the one where people realized that like they literally like they're not singing it's not them also Millie Vanilli and I, like I'm like don't quote me but I thought oh wait the real singer it says was John David no why was I thinking I okay so the, the faces of it were these two like younger you know cool seeming like black guys and for some reason I thought and I'm I'm wrong I thought I had heard that like it was actually two like old white dudes that were like the real singers but I think from like google from a quick google search it seems that I think it was a combination of like four people wasn't it and one of them or two of them at least was a girl I could be totally wrong but like 
it definitely wasn't the two dudes and I, I I read one quote of, I don't know if it was that Frank guy or not, but one of them said that the actual Millie Vanilli people were the worst singers that he'd ever heard in his life. Like he said that they were terrible, but their fa- everyone liked the way they looked and they were doing modeling or something on the side, but still like, not making money. I don't know. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, I might, I can't find it on Google, but look it up if you want to know who the real singer was. Maybe I'll have better luck. What if they're still like hidden and no one can know who they are? Anyways, this next hoax was actually completely an accident. In October of 1938, people mostly got their news and entertainment from the radio. Orson Welles began his broadcast at 8 p.m. with an introduction presenting his science fiction novel, War of the Worlds. Unfortunately, that night, many people were listening to another station with a popular ventriloquist until 8.12, which I thought that was kind of weird, too, because isn't it a ventriloquist is like a puppet person, right? So if it's just on the radio, like, I don't know. Anyway, I'm not Yeah, sure. no, that's a good point. You're... I think I'm thinking too much about it. But <laughs> anyways, the ventriloquist was going on until 8.12. Therefore, the people that joined then missed the disclaimer. The Martian invasion tale started with a weather report and a concert live from the Hotel Park Plaza before news alerts about explosions on Mars, a meteor crashing into a New Jersey farm, and eventually aliens with tentacles, heat rays, and poisonous gas broke in. Terrified announcers were then saying cylinders had landed in Chicago and St. Louis. 7,000 National Guardsmen had been wiped out and that people were fleeing. Only the panic part turned out to be real as potentially a million listeners thought Earth was actually under attack. People crowded the highways, armed themselves, begged police for gas masks, requested their power to be shut off so the aliens wouldn't see them, and were treated for shock at hospitals. A woman ran into an Indianapolis church during evening service to proclaim, New York has been destroyed. It's the end of the world. Prepare to die. When CBS got wind of the hysteria, Wells went on the air as himself to remind listeners that it was fiction. The FCC investigation found no wrongdoing, but networks agreed to be more cautious regarding programming going forward, and the attention actually scored Wells a Hollywood contract. That is... I feel like I've heard of that story, but that's why. What if it wasn't? What if it really did happen, and then they just said it was a hoax because they didn't want people to know about the aliens? Yeah, I would I would believe that too. Like I believe I know. Yeah. Hoax about hoaxes. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a good movie. I've never watched because there was they made a movie right after it, like years and years ago, and then they made another one in like two thousand early two thousands. And it was pretty good. Like I'm gullible and I don't know what hysteria would do to me and how I would respond because I fortunately haven't been in that situation where I have just been like overcome with hysteria, but like I hope to God it would not cause me to just run into a church demon. Get ready to die. Like, <laughs> what? Like, no, I don't think I don't think you would. I think I we know think the type so. of person that would do something like that. I feel like that's yeah. the like Walmart person, like in their pajamas and their hair and rollers. Like that's the type of person that would do that. Yeah, the Walmart person. Not that we like know someone that would do that. I'm just. Saying, like, you know no, we I probably mean. we we probably do. We probably do. We probably do. Okay. Um. Oh my gosh! If my mom was to walk, that was <laughs> your mom would. Oh my god! If my mom could still drive, she would. She would be the one. Oh, she yeah. oh, for sure. Yeah. She'd do it. She'd, she'd do it. <laughs> okay. Anyways, in 2015. An article was published on a website that former Chicago Bull, Michael Jordan, had suffered a heart attack and died. They put a quote from his wife and posted a video clip from YouTube of a very clearly upset ESPN reporter. According to Snopes.com, the footage was actually real, but was taken from an NFL game day segment from a month earlier when the reporter had learned that his longtime co-worker had lost his battle with cancer. The same story was used and shared again in 2017, and despite the obvious spelling and grammar errors, it still went viral on social media. Things like this are actually pretty common with celebrities. It was going around not long ago that Nick Jonas had suffered a heart attack and died after... (laughs) 
I'm sorry. After receiving a lap dance at a strip club in Dallas, it's been said multiple times that Justin Bieber had unalived himself after an overdose and a shooting at a nightclub. What? Yes. (laughs) I haven't heard the Justin Bieber or the Nick Jonas one, but like, (laughs) I love, I don't know why I love, I mean, I I don't, I don't want anyone to die, but like, no. I love the detail of like he had a heart attack getting a lap dance in a strip club. I, I was rolling when I read that because I'd never heard that before. And I love Nick Jonas. So I'm really surprised that I haven't heard it. But I have heard that Nick Jonas has baloney nipples. And to be honest, I did not know until I saw the roast of the Jonas brothers on Netflix that those weren't his real nipples. <laughs> I didn't I didn't know that was like a joke meme like I knew it was a meme because yeah. I thought everyone just thought it was funny that he had baloney nipples <laughs> I kind of liked him he <laughs> <laughs> wanted to lick him oh my god see if they taste like baloney <laughs> give me some bread and put them <laughs> they taste as good as they look I'm sorry that is disgusting <laughs> oh my god okay okay Whew. let's get serious it's 1762 and Prince Edward, the Duke of York and Albany, visited a home on Cock Lane in London. <laughs> that, Sorry, was, I'm gonna... <laughs> that was said to be haunted by Scratching Fanny, a woman who had died of smallpox in the rented house after her lone shark lover, William Kent, had lent their landlord money with a high interest rate on Cock Lane. Kent took the landlord, Dick Parsons, to court over the loan and one strange noises that sounded like cat scratching a chair were reported at the property around this time and parsons and his daughter elizabeth who the noises actually emanated from claimed the ghost was fanny to prove it they held seances regularly which were written up in the newspaper and drew religious leaders the prince the mayor and so many other onlookers that the street became impassable you cannot pass cock lane at the time people widely believed that a person would return from the great beyond to warn the living or seek revenge so they quickly accepted that it was fanny communicating via via a system of knocks that parsons and a preacher developed once during a seance the ghost accused kent of poisoning her and requested he be hanged to clear his name Kent and the two doctors who attended to Fanny on her deathbed attended a seance, and again, Fanny declared he was her killer. But during a later gathering, Dr. Samuel Johnson witnessed Elizabeth creeping from the bed where she was during encounters to pick up pieces of wood that she used to knock. She'd usually hide the branch in her clothes. Parsons was trying to frame Kent after losing the case. It was he who ended up behind bars for two years. His wife also got a year in prison. That I no scratching your fanny on Cock Lane. <laughs> I really loved the names, and it made me feel very mature as a person when you read them. Yeah, I, that's probably why I put this in here, just because I'm twelve years old. <laughs> and I just laughed. <laughs> I like. No, I like. It's not relevant at all at all anymore. But sometimes I'm, you gotta walk a block. That's true. To get to Cock Lane. <laughs> walk a block on Cock Lane. I don't know. I think our original original poem is better. Yeah. I used to tell Jody sometimes you gotta walk a block to suck some cock because she um I used to do she that. used to. <laughs> That sounds bad. Like it sounds. I'm not. I wasn't a hooker. Like it wasn't. Yeah, like, it does. And I just made it. I really just made it sound like you were a hooker. No. Walk your track, girl. Not for a long time. No. <laughs> <laughs> not for a minute. <laughs> oh my god. Oh boy. Okay. All right. Let's talk. Let's talk about a few mysteries. I've wandered myself and gone down a few rabbit holes reading about the Olsen twins. I know being child stars, they probably had some trauma and went through difficult things growing up, but why did they completely live the industry? And if it was so awful, why is their sister acting now? Also, why was Mary Kate called when Heath Ledger died? 
Allegedly, one of his employees found him and called Mary Kate multiple times before dialing 911. She sent her private security and they arrived at the same time as police. Another rumor going along with that is just a rumor, just a legend. But they, the Olsen twins are actually drug dealers to the stars, which could be why his employee called her before 911. Yeah. Interesting. I, I don't believe that one. No. I don't want to. No. But why? Because I feel like the Olsen twins, like, yeah, they're, they're fucked up for yeah. sure. But like, they're also kind of a vibe that I'm into. And like, I don't think they're drug dealers. Like they smoke way too many cigarettes. They for sure have daddy issues. They are like, but why does his employee everything call her before nine one one? Although a lot of people said that he lived in uh, the apartment he lived in was actually she owned it. I don't know if that's true or not. And Maybe that they were could friends. Be yeah. But I feel like the Olsen twins are so private. Like, no one actually knows anything about them. So even if she was dating him or anything, I feel like we wouldn't, wouldn't know. know. Yeah. Like, she could have been secretly dating him. Yeah. I'd believe yeah. that before, like, drug dealers. I think so. I think people just like to say that because they don't know anything yeah. about him. And exactly. I mean, like, eating disorders, probably. But, like, drug yeah. dealers, I don't know. Yeah. They, I mean, they look they're, – because they're so – skinny that i could see why people would think that they do drugs but i don't know yeah i just i think no and i don't think anyone's ever like quoted them talking bad about the industry at all like maybe they just wanted to be done with it and i don't think their sister even started acting until she was like 20 so maybe she just was like i want to try it i want to give it a shot i'm my own person right yeah yeah I think, I think so. I think, I think, I don't know. There could be some truth to some of that, but. We'll never know. You never know. Um, Okay. Maybe we can get the Olsen twins to do an episode with us and like, (laughs) I feel like that's realistic. Um, Anyways, moving on. Is there any audio from the elevator incident with Solange and Jay-Z? Do you know the one we're talking about? (laughs) yes interesting okay (laughs) and who is becky with the good hair a lot of people just assume she was drunk and got aggressive over nothing but beyonce plenty of beyonce's lyrics in her song tell a different story so one what is that line from becky with the good hair so i know one one like version that i've heard is that like sometimes like a white girl will be called Becky and then like the good hair, meaning like that there was like an implication that maybe it was like some white girl that like Jay-Z was cheating on her with. Mm -hmm. Um, I heard another version. Oh, why can't I think of the song? I don't know if this is the same song, but I I feel like it is where one of the co-authors of the song was talking about what she meant when she wrote it and that it was actually about the industry. And it was actually about like, Basically, the idea was like, I try so hard and I do everything like I put everything into this and like it's never enough. But it was like the way it was being described is it was actually more about the industry. But like because it was so universal to relationships, they kind of leaned into that for the song. Um, And any publicity is good publicity. So I feel like people are going to be talking more about them. And she's never come out and said, yeah, he cheated or yes, I did or whatever. And it just. I feel like making people wonder makes it even better Mm -hmm. because they're going to keep talking like us right now. We're going to keep talking about it. And it doesn't necessarily have to be like, maybe it was about a cheating relationship, but not with Jay-Z. I know like when I talk about situations of guys I've dated, I try not to give details that will identify who they are. Cause I'm not trying to like bad mouth anybody. I just want to like share some of my stories. And so like, I also feel like People don't consider that like just because she's talking about a bad relationship situation, it doesn't necessarily mean that situation was with the person that she's married to. True. I did read somewhere that the Becky with the good hair is actually Rachel. I can't think of her last name, like Roy or something, which I don't know who that is, but yeah. Another one. We'll never know. Who is Khloe Kardashian's biological dad? Is it Robert, OJ, the hairdresser, Alex? <laughs> the hairdresser? What? Yeah, that, because Chris has admitted that she cheated on Robert, and it's around the time that she got pregnant with Chloe, 
And she did say that she had an affair with her hairdresser, Alex. I can't remember his last name. And they look really alike. I think it's OJ. I really think OJ is her dad. Um, And do you remember that episode where she took like the DNA test, the paternity test or whatever, and then she just didn't look at it? I think she did look at it and just isn't going to tell anybody. Right. I I think so, too. She took the paternity test. And then at the end of the episode, she was like, you know what? I'm not going to look at this because at the end of the day, I know who my father is. And that's all that matters. And go her. But like, like, "Mm -hmm." I feel like if it did say her real father, then she would have just shared it. Although they're the Kardashians, so they could have just made it say whatever they wanted it to say. True. But I've seen TikToks that Jody has sent me, to be fair, but like <laughs> TikToks where it like shows pictures of like Chloe next to OJ's daughter and the the way they look the same. And I know everyone talks about like Chloe looks different from the rest of them. She does. And I I don't think she's ugly. I've never thought she's ugly. Um, but she does look very different. She doesn't, she is like she yeah, looks like she a looks football like player's daughter. Yeah. yeah, she really does. And I sent Jody a clip from this was the new season of like the Kardashians that's out now, like one of their most recent episodes. Chris was talking to Chloe and Scott in a meeting. And I don't know if I was probably reading too far into it, but she, Chris specifically said something and she referenced it and she's like, well, Chloe's dad. And I was like, why did she say it like that? Like, why was she, like, mm. she was, she, cause normally when Chris references, she'll say Rob, well, when I was with Rob or when I was yeah. with the girl's dad or like something like that, but the way it was like, and why again, just they're, the, they're masterminds. So she could just be trying to get people to like, keep talking about it, but I don't know. Who is Mindy Callings? Baby daddy? Daddies? She is the proud single mom of two kids and has never revealed who the father might be. Maybe I, I, well, maybe she had like a, maybe she did a sperm donor thing. I think that's what she did. Honestly, I I feel like she's like, I don't, she doesn't know and doesn't care. Like it's just, she wanted kids for her. I can afford to. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I'm all for it. I was a single foster parent forever. I think if you want to have kids and you don't want to get married, like don't live by societal standards. Just do what you want to do. Absolutely not. We don't need men. Period. Well, <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> but no. Uh, did Bill Clinton have a secret love child? A young man named Danny Williams claimed to be Bill Clinton's biological son after rumors of there being a secret child somewhere circling for years. There is a bit of resemblance. I'll be honest. I haven't seen him. I just read about it. I haven't heard that one. Yeah. I feel like a lot of like higher up people in industries probably have there's like I feel like there's probably a lot of love children running around. Like I remember the town that I grew up in, they uh filmed a movie in the 80s that Patrick Swayze was in and I feel like there's all these people that would say, "Oh, it's a Patrick Swayze love child. There's Patrick Swayze love child." Run like so I feel like that probably happens a lot and we just don't talk about it. It probably does. But the one thing I, I want to say when it comes to Bill Clinton is I feel like Monica Lewinsky has always gotten a bad rap. Yeah. I just Googled and like he kind of looks like him. I the guess. woman always does. Like she doesn't know anybody anything. He no, was she surprised. was an intern. Yeah. She was an intern at the time he and she to this day is marked as a slut. And she is yeah. so underrated, you guys. Like on Twitter, I don't know if it still is, but like her Twitter bio used to like include like rap lyric muse or something like she's actually like very bright and funny and like the fact that she was even able to get a position in the White House as like at at that young of an age Mm -hmm. totally overlooked like nobody ever remembers her for being like intelligent and like bright and whatever they're like oh she sucked the president's dick the woman's always the bad one Mm -hmm. yeah okay Our last one. Part of the Kardashian rise to fame came from the publicity surrounding Kim Kardashian's infamous sex tape. While the official version of the story is that the tape was released without Kim's knowledge or consent, there has been plenty of speculation for years that momager Kris Jenner actually played a role in it with the goal of seeing her daughter get the fame that Paris Hilton had. As the saying goes, the devil works hard, but Kris Jenner works harder. So 
Who really did release the tape? I think Chris Jenner and Kim. And it was you. I think Ray J and Chris and Kim all did it together. I think they all planned it. And like she was BFFs with Paris Hilton and saw what it did for her. And she wanted to be famous. There's literally like her saying as a all like a child, even that she wants to be famous. Yeah. And, and she's made comments about like, I would have like literally killed for like, yeah, you know, her own and sisters, honestly, like not killed her own sisters, but like. It's not a gross tape. It's not, there's nothing bad or gross or embarrassing about it. I feel like she knew in her mind. Like it was too polished. Exactly. I feel like, like she looked, knew this is the plan. Yeah. So. Like, I feel like it would have been more believable if she'd been doing some like real, like cringy, like kink stuff. And you're yeah. like, oh my God, like girl. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, I'm like, what? <laughs> um, that would have been, I don't know, maybe, yeah. maybe we'd watch it then. I've never actually seen it. Um, but maybe we'd watch it then. <laughs> Whatever. I, don't, um, I mean, it, it worked. It worked. So. Yeah. Well, and now she'll like reference it. And like, yeah. and I don't know if that's just because she's finally over the trauma and she can joke about it. That's definitely how she plays it off. Yeah. Or is it because like, I don't know. I don't know. I, don't I think know. it's suspicious though. It's another one we'll never know. <laughs> yeah. So that is it for our hoaxes and mysteries. So now it's time for Joe Jam. What do you got this week? All right. This week I have, I thought I had another one, but um, that's right. Um, The video recently came out for this song. It is called Big Mad by Caitlin. And this uh, artist actually became super popular through TikTok, which is how a lot of artists are getting popular now and how songs are um, making traction. And she had, I want to say like her first really big TikTok song was a duet she did with this guy, Russ. And that like got up into the top lists of songs, whatever. Anyways. So this song, Big Mad is out. It's like all over TikTok and the video just came out. So, but it's a fun song and you should check it out if you haven't. And it is rap. So if you're not into that, you don't. had her for your Joe Jam a few times, I think. I think uh, once before. Yeah. I saw it. Speaking of like TikTok songs, I opened it a few hours ago today and this guy was like, what would it be like if Morgan Wallen and Post Malone did a song together? And then he kind of did it himself. Like he sang both parts and like dressed up for it. And I'm like, I would actually like buy that song. I would download and buy the song, even if it was just this dude and not actual Morgan Wallen and Post Malone. Like it was a good song. The talent on TikTok is crazy. I love it. And that's that's my favorite thing about TikTok, honestly. And I feel like I talk about it a lot, but I feel like people are able to express themselves and show that they're real talents like to the world instead of being held back. And like I feel like forever it's been if it doesn't matter how talented you are, like it's whoever is chosen. You know what I right. mean? Right. Or how curated you can be yeah. and how marketable you are. Where now exactly. like you can be sitting in a like you could be a homeless person. You could be in prison. Like there are literally people who have like tens of dollars that are like homeless or in prison or like whatever. Like it's very like raw. And I think that that's the direction that social media is going. I think, you know, I won't go down that rabbit hole, but I think we're going to see more video. We're going to see more like very organic raw type of content. And I think people are just over the overly curated, overproduced exactly. 2016 Instagram. Like they're over We're it. tired of being given what is selected for us like we want to see all our options yeah (laughs) Um, oh anyways mine this week is by hardy featuring laney wilson and the song is called wait in the truck and it's country and it's a really good one so check it out awesome okay so now that we're done with joe jam you know what that means you know what you know what time it is you know Um, what to do not time for flavor flav um (laughs) surprised you don't have any rumors about him just kidding anyways <laughs> now it's time to dish bitch. you better dish bitch. <laughs> Sorry, there's like a fucking fly in my house that is just like he's he likes the light the so it's rude so rude so rude all right for dish fish we are just gonna play would you rather so are you ready i think so all right number one would you rather and some of these are gross i'm sorry would you rather have a full-blown mustache for a year or super hairy legs for 10 years? No shaving or waxing allowed. 
nair nothing <laughs> um i'm gonna go with the hairy legs only because it's less noticeable i can just wear long pants oh 10 years though my god but i don't really i'm not very hairy like i can literally go a year without shaving above my knee and you, you wouldn't know that i didn't shave above my knee like so for that reason i'm going to pick the legs same i feel like a must like a mustache that's what you like the no. first thing you see like your face no. you no. can hide the legs like i mean maybe if it was 2020 when we're wearing masks everywhere but true. Now, not now for yeah. one year if it was the one year that you had to wear a mask anytime you left the house i would have chosen that but not now yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> all right would you rather be the only person actually nude on a nude beach and no one really pays attention to you or be the only person not nude at the nude beach and everyone stares at you the whole time you're there. Not nude. And everyone's not staring nude. at you. Because wouldn't you rather be dressed and watching all the naked people? <laughs> <laughs> oh. And like have to be naked out in public? Yeah. I couldn't handle it. Yeah, I feel like same. I feel like everyone, it'd be fine. They could stare at me, but even if they're not really paying attention. staring at these titties. <laughs> <laughs> no same same i'll let him stare i'll just leave like it's fine <laughs> okay would you rather have your breath smell like fart or your laugh sound like fart what the fuck <laughs> what forever this forever. is what is wrong with you i know um ew i have a nine-year-old and he thinks farts are funny so it's <laughs> one i guess sound but like <laughs> the problem is as soon as you started laughing you'd like it'd make you laugh more and then you just constantly be like <laughs> <laughs> so gross oh yeah i feel like i feel like i'd rather it sound like fart and i would just try to not laugh yeah you could train but yourself I, to control I laugh it. at everything though i that like, would be so hard i would <laughs> that's disgusting what's wrong like no but I would still rather than especially because like I do hair and so if I'm my breath is smelling like fart like on people's oh yeah that's all the so time gross. like and I just <laughs> and you be known as like fart laugh girl like it'd be fine. fart laugh girl yeah <laughs> okay would you rather I'd make sure to say like every time you were like eating cake or something I'd, I'd just make you laugh <laughs> You know what I like? You know what I like the most. Oh, okay. <laughs> Would you rather eat the exact same meal every day for the rest of your life or never use Instagram again? Never use Instagram again. Yeah. I literally eat the same thing all the like every restaurant I go to, I get the same thing every time. So I feel like I feel like I could do that. But I don't use Instagram that much, so I'd probably just never use Instagram again. Yeah, I feel like TikTok's better anyway, so I'm, I could let go of Instagram and be okay. Yeah, same. Unless it was, like, a really healthy, well-balanced, like, if there was, like, some perfectly healthy balanced meal, and then it's, like, you're forced to, like, eat that and, like, be super healthy oh forever, like, maybe. That'd be but anyway, way I could diet, because I would, if I had to choose it, I'd be, like, pasta or something terrible for you, and I'd be, like, 400 pounds. <laughs> Just wouldn't be good. Yeah. Would you rather go through life without elbows or without knees? Like they're just straight all the time. These are just terrible. <laughs> I'm going to say without knees because I feel like you could still walk without knees. Oh, oh but you, you could drive. drive. Yeah. Well, if you, yeah, you could because I'm short. Yeah. I'm short. So I could just have my legs be straight oh my gosh. and touch the pedals. Um. I think I'd go with the knees. That's these are awful, but knees. I think I'd be I, elbows. I need you couldn't ever do your makeup. Like you couldn't if you had to scratch your face, you'd just be like, Oh my gosh. You you you'd you need to like, make like, extender um, things to like back scratch your things around and just like <laughs> No. <laughs> Terrible. All right. <laughs> Last one. Would you rather have lunch with and cooked by a cannibal or get abducted by fashion forward aliens. Oh, I would get abducted. Yeah. 
Yeah. Fashion forward aliens, especially yeah. like how fun would that be? Like hang yeah. out with fabulous aliens for a little, like as long as they're not like probing me with like, what if they never bring you back? What if they just take you and they're like, we just really like you and we want you to stay with us forever. Hmm. I'm going to assume they're bringing me back. Yeah. With that answer. But like, yeah, I think they'd bring me back. I'm going to have faith in the fashion forward aliens. I think I would take my chances with the cannibal and just hope that he's not feeding me people. Oh, gosh. Just cross my fingers. Because we didn't say specifically that we're eating people. I know, but oh. Aliens freak me out, dude. But what if he tried to eat you? Well, that we didn't. That wasn't in the question. But neither was staying with the aliens. Okay, so you can have lunch. You can have lunch with like the cannibal and I'll okay. get abducted by aliens and I mean I'm gonna have more fun I'm just saying like well, you're gonna same. have a disgusting time <laughs> I did uh, watch Dahmer <laughs> recently too it's definitely I gonna be I disgusting don't watch it you won't like I will it. not watch that Absolutely. no and I'm I not can't. saying that because like people listening watch it it's really good Aaron just would not like it like that I'm that's what I mean by that um yeah, I'm going to have a stinky, terrible time with the cannibal, but at least he probably won't stick anything in my butt. I'm like, that's cool. They can do I, you know what? Don't knock it till you try. <laughs> all right. On that note, <laughs> that is all we've got <laughs> for this super awesome, fun episode. Thank you guys so much for joining us again. It has been a splendid time walking down cock lane with everyone and scratching our fannies with the cannibals so follow us on instagram and tiktok and and youtube i can't it's still like so new to me join subscribe on youtube give us thumbs up give us all the comments every little bit helps join the facebook group and join our lives on thursday nights and we'll see you next monday Bye. bye Girl, you know it's true. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I want you.